Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning today's shear in Simen Ches. We are up to Sibbeis, the second to last line on page Yud Gimel. We're about to turn on to page 26. We began Sif Ches last night. Let's just review Sif Aleph. We said, Yis'atif b'tzitzis v'yavarech mu'umod. We said you wrap yourself in your tzitzis, in your talus, and you make the bracha. Both things are done standing. And now the Mechaber continues in Sif Beis and says, Seder atifaso, the way that a person puts on his talus, is kederech b'nei odom shemiskasim b'chsusam v'oskim b'malachtam. It's the way that people put on their garments, they wrap themselves in their garments, and they do work. Sometimes they cover their heads with their garments and sometimes they don't cover their heads with their garments. And the Mechaber ends off and says, It is proper that one covers his head with his talus. And now let's see the Mishabura beginning on the last line of page Yud Gimel. Sifkotim Gimel, Begilui Harosh, some people have their heads revealed. The Afagav de Mavarachinon Lehisatev, even though the bracha that we make is Lehisatev Batsitis, as we'll see, which means to wrap, and many times it includes wrapping the head. Kisui Haguf Luchude Havi Ituf, Vahu Ikir Haituf. Wrapping the body is also called Ituf, it's also called wrapping, and that is the Ikir Ituf. Vahuve Drachim, people that are traveling. Shemanichim atalas kashuma kupul, and they put on their talus while it is folded, umishalshulin seviv tzavarim, and they hang it around their necks, al kisveim on their shoulders, ein yotzin yedei chovas tzitzis bazeh. They are not yotzei derchiv of tzitzis. We see this if a person goes to a shul that is not orthodox. Many times they are wearing them around like a scarf, and he is not. They're not yotzei in that way. The bichiai gavna lukuyam alav itufu. That is for sure not itufu. We're saying over here, if it's not over your head, that can still be considered itav as long as it's wrapped around your body. But if it's not on your head, it's not on your body, it's only wrapped around your neck, then for sure you are not Yotzi. Sifkotan Dawud, the Mechaber had told us that it's nochon shi'echasa roshu batalus. It is proper that one covers his head with his talus. Says the Mishabura, shekisui zem machnia leiv ha'adam. When a person wears his talus over his head, it humbles him. Umevio lide yira shemaim. And it leaves a person to have fear of heaven. The Ayn Bitash Daito, look in the Taz where his opinion is, the Nochon Shalo Yosir Akova Akoton Shalrosho Beesatvila, that a person should not take off his Yamaka when he is davening. Avshu Machasa Rosho Beatalas Gamkin. So even at the times that a person has his talus over his head, he should also have his Yamaka on. He shouldn't take off his Yamaka and put his talus instead, he should have both. The cost of Abach, the Tzaruch Sheyehea Talus Al Rosho Mitzchila Satfila Atzofa. The Bach says a person should have his talus over his head from the beginning of davening to the end of davening. Some are makbut on that. Some people are only putting it on by Baruchu and taking it off after Shon Esrei. But the Bach does say that a person should have it on the entire Tzfila from beginning to end. The Alko Ponim Yamur Kach Mu'utav Lefachos Kedei Hiluch Tal Ramos. But at the very least, a person should stand there with his talus over his head, wrapped, like when we put on our talus, at the very least, the time it takes to walk for Amos, which is about three seconds. Kosov b'kavonos. Ha'arizal hoyo mechasa ha'talus ala tefillin shalrosh. The Arizal, when he wore his talus over his head, it would cover his tefillin shalrosh. But ayin sov simen chavzayin, the al kol ponem lo yechasa legamri. Bishas atifa... 
about Asari. Lo yechasa legamri. Look in Simen Chavzayin where we say that at the very least one should not cover with his talus his tefillin shavros totally. And if you look at note number seven, he points out why. Shom kasev ashulchanaruch shetov sheyuat tefillin shavros guluyim v'nirim. It's really good for the tefillin shavros to be revealed and seen. The kasev mishavura shom shetama dover mishum shekasev v'ro kalame haaretz. The Gemara says, when it's talking about the Tefillin Sharos, that the Goyim should see, we wear the Tefillin Sharos, and they will fear us, there is an Indian in the Tefillin Sharos being seen, and therefore they should not be totally covered. Continues the Mishabura, Bishas Atifa, at a time of Atifa, Mechasa, Rosho, Beatalus, Achiagia, Atpiv. Here the Mishabura is telling us how we put on our talus when we make the Bracha. So a person places it over his head until the talus goes down towards his mouth. And then he takes all four tzitzes and throws it over his left shoulder. And he stands there with his talus, all four tzitzes, thrown over his left shoulder, the time it takes to walk for Amos. And then he undoes it. Until the shorosh can be seen a little bit. So to put it on, to make the bracha, he puts it all the way over his head, down to his mouth. And then he puts it all over the sides and puts it to the left. And then he takes it off and puts it on the regular way, over his head, with his tefillin shorosh still being revealed. And each of the four tzitzes should be in its proper place. That we'll get to shortly in Sivdalim. This is a type of atifa, the wrapping yourself in a talus at the time you're making a brach and you're putting it on, they're yotze according to everyone. The low kimoshin ohogin ezanoshim, like not like some people are knowing shemoshin atalus al atzman that they throw their talus over their head so much at shemagia harosh lachati orech atalus umisatvenbo. You're only supposed to put your talus over your head till the front reaches towards your mouth. Not that your head should be in the middle of your talus and it's all the way over a lot of your body. That is improper. Dizo einenu nikra atifa. That is not called atifa. I am the moy katan chof dalit amnalif. That an unmarried person, a bachar, did not wear a talus over his head, even if he was a talmud chacham. That reason I'm putting over your head, the filming the entire thing? Or which part is it that referring to that? There's two ways. Covering the entire thing as opposed to... Just, just as that reason was mechas atalus al tefillin shorosh, but then we point out that it shouldn't cover the entire shorosh. It should be over it a little bit, but it should still be seen. That's what we're saying we should do. It's not clear from that reason exactly what he did. It just says he was mechas atalus al tefillin shorosh. It sounds like it was fully covered, but clearly we hold that it shouldn't be fully covered. It should be a little bit. It should be covered on top, but it should be able to be seen. Continues the mechaber vaiter in siv gimel. Talisos ketanim shalanu our talus katan, but we call our tzitzis shalanu nohagim lulbos that we are knowing to wear. Afal pi she'ein bahem ituf, even though there is no real ituf by talus katan, we don't wear it over our heads. Yotzin bahem yidei chovas tzitzis, you still can be yotze with our tzitzis, your chiyuv of tzitzis. V'tov lahaniach also al rosho, but it is good at the time of the bracha that one also holds it on top over his head. Rochbo lekamaso, and the width of the garment should be by the height of the person. Ules atepo, and he should wrap himself in it. V'yamod koch muutaf lefachos kedei hiluch dal ramos, he should wrap himself in it around his head and his body, and he should stand like that the time it takes to walk for Amos. 
then he takes it off his head and he puts it on the regular way. So the Mechabir is telling us that not only do we put on our talus gadol that way, but the talus cotton as well, a person holds up like this. We'll see in the Mishabur that it's Dafka, one who's making a bracha on his talus cotton. So a married person, as we mentioned last night, I will mention a few times, that doesn't make a bracha on his talus cotton, he only makes a bracha on his talus gadol and he's pattering up his talus cotton with that bracha, he doesn't need to do this. But a person who's making a bracha... On his talus katan, holds it over so that the width is by the length of his body, holds it up like that, wraps himself in it like we do with the talus gado for a couple of seconds, and then he puts it on the regular way, not over his head. Says the Mishabura Sekatan, hey, talisos ketanim, vuhushe yesh bahem shir shakotan ben tashonim yiskase borosha virubo. The size of a talus cotton, and we'll get more into this in a later simon, is the size that a nine-year-old, if he wears it, it will be covering his head and the majority of his body. The godol ben yud gimel shanim alko ponim lo yizbayish lotzeis bo ba'akroi berachov. And also a 13-year-old will not be embarrassed to wear it outside into the street. These are two gedarim that are brought down with what the size has to be. And we'll get down to the nitty-gritty exact measurements. But for now, that's the two gedarim that are brought down over there in the Mechav and the Ramah. One is that a nine-year-old, if he wears it, it will cover Rosho Verubo, his head and most of his body. And a 13-year-old will not be embarrassed to go out with such a garment outside. So those are the two gedarim, but we'll see exactly details later. Sivkatan vav yotzin bahem, you are yotze with our talis katan. Duhaidna kolksu shalanu derakisuihu kisuihem. Nowadays, all our garments are derakisui. The eat of loramiza baraisa. This idea of wrapping it around your head even, that's not hinted to in the Torah. Sivkatan zayin ma'utav, this is going on that which the Mechaber said. That the proper way is to put it over your head and to stand there mu'utaf with it covering your head and your body for a few seconds. This is to satisfy the shita that holds that you need dafka itaf that has to go around your head as well. Like I mentioned before, it appears that those who are knowing not to make a bracha at all in a talus katan, rak potrin oso bebirchas a talus gadol, which is our minog we'll get to later, that one who puts on a talus gadol for davening does not make a bracha on his talus katan in the morning. So, ain tzarech klal lehisatev both. So that person does not need to do this ituf of his talus katan in the morning. V'ayim b'mogin avram ubebir agra. Sivkotan ches v'acharkach. We said after he does the ituf and he stands there, the time he takes to walk dal ramos, he takes it off his head and he wears it the normal way. The ikrak peida be'es levisha. The ikrak peida leading ituf is at the time when you put it on. So therefore, for a few seconds, you do the ituf the best that you can with the talus katan, and then you wear it the regular way. Says the Mechaber Vaitis of Dalit. Machsir shtei tzitzios lefanov ushtayim laachrov. The way you wear your tzitzis or your talus is you have two of the tzitzis in front and two of them in the back. Kedei shiyehei misovah v'mitzvah so that you should be surrounded by mitzvahs. The Mishabura says, if cut and test, nogu lasos atoro mechatichas meshi. Lesimon sha'osan tzitzis shalafanav yu la'olam lafanav Kamo sha'amru chazal. So the minag is that we make an atara, we make some kind of uh, meshi, silk, or any other material of an atara, of a little crown on the top of the talus. And the reason is to make sure that the tzitzis that are in front today will also be in the front tomorrow. If you didn't have an atara, so you might flip your talus over tomorrow and wear it the opposite way. But you want to make sure the strings that were in the front the first day continue to be in the same position. Kemosh Amru Chazal Chazal tell us 
When it came to putting together the Mishkan, the beams that were on the north side, we had Simanam on them, we made sure they were always remaining on the north side. And the Kisvei Harizal is brought down, the Harizal was absolutely not mocked with having a Torah, he was not mocked with to make sure the same sisters that was in the front yesterday would in fact be in the front today. And if you look at note number 10, he points out on this first point that we said that you put in our Torahs to have the tzitzis in the front and the back. Don't say the reason for the Atorah is to make the head part more chashiv because the garment is bigger to cover the head. Because a garment that's really a head garment is 100% potter from tzitzis, like we'll see later on in Sif Yud. So like we're saying in the Mishavura, the only reason to put the Atara is to make sure that the strings that were in the front last time will remain in the front. And it's not because you want to make the head more chashev. It's in fact the opposite. It's not supposed to be a, a head garment. That's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a body garment that you also wear over your head. And he goes on and he says, Velasos Atara those who make an Atara made out of silver or gold, and the part that goes on their head, the Aruch HaShulchan writes, This is not the proper thing to do, it's not Kedai to do that. By making a Torah on your head, you're making the most chashev part of your Talas, the head part. That's not the Iker. We don't want the Iker to be on the head, we want the Iker to be the part on the Guf, so it's not the preferred way to make a fancy Atara on the top of the talus that goes on your head. That is what the Aruch HaShulchan writes. Me'idach on the other hand. In the Shalaz and Shubhaz Igris Moshe, Moshe Feinstein writes, Shemuchach me'achronim she'efshar lasos atorah me'zav o'kesef, that you can, he doesn't say it's the preferred way, he says you can make an atorah of gold or silver, v'gam l'fi'atam shuva v'mishabura, and even according to the reason I brought the mishabura, m'stabir she'ein l'chalek b'nmeshi l'bein atorah me'zav o'kesef, for the reason we brought down, it absolutely has no difference whether you have a meshi atara or a gold or silver atara. That makes no difference. The point is just to know where the top of your talus is to make sure that sisters that were in the front remain in the front. But he does say that whatever the minig is, you should do. Those who have a minig to have the silver, it's perfectly fine according to Moshe to have the silver, but it doesn't seem to be a maila halachically. Maybe it's a, a talus noah, maybe there's a zekheli van veo according to some, but halachically there's certainly no maila if anything it's a chisarum. I'd like to point out one other note, a very important note, and that's note number 12. So we just pointed out in the Mishimura that the Arizal was no like not to have an Atara at all. So obviously he wasn't mocked on the direction of where the Tzitzis were yesterday and where they're going to be today and where they're going to be tomorrow. So if you look at note number 12, he writes, The reason why the Arizal was not mocked on this, even though the Yushalmi tells us, Even though like we saw in the Mishimura, the Krosh and Taka were always in the same direction. So why was Arizal not mocked so Kosla Bishan Shivas Rav Pa'olim Shebitalis Ain Milo Litsana Munach Alarosh Yoser Miyasara Munach Lamata. By the by the Mishkans, there was a Milo in what direction you were, so we didn't want to move you away from your Khashiva direction. But when it comes to a talus, there's no preference in which direction those strings are. They could be in the front today, they could be in the back tomorrow, there's no Milo. 
There is an interesting discussion, Hilchasukah as well, on the same topic, where the Berhetev brings down from the Maril that the Maharash used to make simonim on his boards of the sukkah to make sure that he doesn't change the boards to different directions, different years. And the Bialocha brings this down, and the Bialocha says, I am the Bikure Yaakov Shekosov Shelo Ra'a Mishachosh Lazet. He said he doesn't find anyone that was concerned for this. And he took issue with the raya that he brought from the Mishkan. Again, it's the same raya. Just like in the Mishkan, they marked up the beams to make sure they were always in the same direction. So someone had to learn from there that by a sukkah also, you have to make sure the, the walls remain in the same direction. And the Beralacha brings down from the Bikur Yaakov, he doesn't see those who are Choshesh, and he doesn't like the Raya. And in the note over there, in Hilchah's Sukkah, in Simen Tov Reish Lamed, note number 29, so he brings down the, the, with the with the Aruch uh, the Bikur Yaakov writes, She'ein Tzorach Lahakbid Al Keresh Shehunach B'Tzad Echad Shel Sukkah Shelola Anicho B'Tzad Acher You don't have to be mocked that the board of the Sukkah that's in the north remains in the north, it can move around, it doesn't matter. By the Mishkan, it was a Milo, the board that was in the north to remain in the north. Because of the great Kedusha that was in the north. Why was there great Kedusha in the north? That's where they used to shout the Kodshe Kodshim. That's where the Shulchan was. There was also a Kedusha in the south, that's where the menorah was. So there there was a mile in what direction you were. There's no mile one side or the other when it comes to sukkah. So that is what... The Bikur Yaakov brings down that there's no reason, either isn't a Mishkan, so the, uh, the Arizal over here says the same thing by Tzitzis, that even though it's true by the Mishkan, but by Tzitzis, all sides were created equal, it doesn't matter that the Tzitzis that was in the front yesterday was in the back today, the person has to be surrounded by the four Tzitzios, it doesn't matter where they end up. Let's go right there in the Mechaber now and say, hey. Mevorech le'isatev b'tzitzis, we make the bracha of le'isatev b'tzitzis, and then the Mechaber says, "Im shnayim o shlosha misatvin betalas kaachas." If two or three people are putting on their talisim at the same time, pirish bepamachas at one time, so the Mechaber says, "Kula mevarchem." They all make their own bracha. The imratzu, if they want, echad mevarch. One can make the bracha. The acherim yanu amen, and everyone else can answer amen. Says the Mishabura sekot and yud. The bracha that the Mechaber said was lehisatev bitzitzis. Says in his Shabura, Bishva Tachas Abeis Bitzitzis, and those 13 he brings from many posts that argue and say, Lisatev Batzitzis, which is our Minog. Sivkotan Yud Aleph, Batalis, we said again in the Machabir, if two or three people are putting on their Talisim at the same time, Vuhu Adin Bitfilin. This is not a din that is specific to tzitzis or talis. It's the same thing by tefillin, ubechol birchas hamitzvos, or any birchas hamitzvah that a few people are prepared to say. So then, the mechaber paskins, they all make the bracha. And if you want, one can make the bracha for everyone. Sivkotun yudbeis ka'achas, they're all putting on their talis ka'achas. Pirish, kol echod nisate betalis miyucha, they're all putting on their own individual talis. But they're all putting it on and they're wrapping it around themselves all at the same time. This is coming to exclude that they're not doing it one a few seconds after the other after Kedai Dibur. 
probably have sick. Obviously, if one person is putting it on a few seconds after the first one made his bracha, so then that bracha won't carry over to this guy. Then it's poshit. Each person has to make his own bracha. So I want to just point out one thing. In note number 14, the second paragraph, he says... That which the Mishabura says that if you're the second person putting it on and you're doing it not to the first person's bracha, that you're not yotzi with his bracha, that's not so pashit. That's only if you're delaying and you're spending time before you put on your talus. You didn't even start dealing with your talus, you're just sitting there and you're waiting four or five seconds, so then it's a problem. Then you're going to start getting involved. Ulam, however, a person who's involved in his talus, he's checking the strings like we're going to see you're supposed to do. And he's involved already in the mitzvah, he's just not ready yet to make the bracha. There, Shulmazam and Arbal says, That would not be a hefsek. Again, if you're involved, so once you're involved in your mitzvah, even if you're not actually going to put it on within Tok De Dibur, his bracha, you would still be yotze, because at least you are involved in the mitzvah Tok De Dibur. Says the Mishra After the Mechaber says, everyone makes their own bracha, he then says, if they want, one can make the bracha for everyone else. So the Mishra says in Sifkat and Yudgimel, Clearly it's mashma for the Mechaber that he says first, It's better that everyone makes their own bracha. And then the Mechaber says, if you want, like it's okay, want to make the bracha for everyone. It says the Mishaburo, In truth, the opposite is the Emes. Really, it's better for one person to make the bracha on behalf of everyone and be mozi everyone. Right? The more people are involved, the more glory there is to the king. So it's more Hashem, one bracha that covers everyone. Like we'll see later in Simon Reish Sadiches, if you dalit. But the minig is that we don't do that. The minig is that everyone makes their own bracha on their own individual talus. The Evshir Mishum, and maybe the reason is, Maybe not everyone is so uh, expert at having kavana to be mozi someone else, or to be having him mind to be yotze with him. It's hard to have the right kavana, so it's safer for everyone to make the bracha. Really, it's better for one person to make the bracha, and more people are relying on that one bracha. Here we get to some very interesting discussions. We said if they want, one makes the bracha and everyone answers Amen. And again, the Mishabura said that really this is the best way. Says the Mishabura, Echad Mevarech Umoti Esacher. One makes the bracha and he's Moti the others. Even if everyone knows the bracha, this is the way you could do it. As long as the listener has kavana to be Yotze, and the one who's making the bracha has in mind to be Moti everyone. The Yosir Mizeh, there's even more to this. It's even deeper. Even if the one making the bracha for the others already made his own bracha. He already made his bracha. He was Yotzi, his mitzvah, and he's just making the bracha for someone else. Or he's just not, his talus is not even here. He's not even davening now. But he's going to make the bracha for others. Yochol... <coughs> He can be mozi others with his bracha. Because everyone in Klaisel is a guarantor, one for the other, and you could do it for him. The Chiddush here is a beautiful Chiddush that's pointed out on the back of the Sefer, note number 17. 
on page 4 in the back of the Sefer, note 17, in explaining the Chiddush of this din, the Prima Gadam writes, She'afal pish she'ein chiyuv lilbosh beget shal arba knafos. As we know, the Torah doesn't say that you have to wear a four-cornered garment. The Torah just tells us, if you're wearing a four-cornered garment, you're chayv to put on tzitzis. So therefore, it's not an absolute chiyuv, the mitzvah of tzitzis. Imkein ha'yamakal momer, if so, there will be place to say, She'ein bracha zu ela bircha sanenin. Maybe the bracha on the talus is in the category of a birch ha'nenin, she'ein ba'arvas, which doesn't have arvas. Like the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says that a birch ha'nenin, if someone wants to eat an apple, and I'm not eating an apple, I cannot make a boy pre-eats for him to eat his apple. If I'm also eating an apple, I can make her eats for myself and pater him. But I can't make a eats just for him. And the reason is, we say over there, because lo lisani v'lolavarich. You don't need to eat your apple, don't eat your apple, and you won't need a bracha. You can't say that by a mitzvah. You can't say, you know, don't put on your tefillin and you won't need a bracha. You have to put on tefillin. So therefore, I can make the bracha tefillin for someone else because he absolutely must put on tefillin. He doesn't absolutely have to eat his apple. And therefore, the Gemara says, I, I can't be mozi him. And Rashi explains, because let him not eat it and not, and not need it. So maybe by scissors you say the same thing. It's not an absolute chiv to wear a four-corner garment. So don't wear a four-corner garment. You won't need a bracha. And maybe I can't be mozi him. So it's a chiddush that even though it's not an absolute chiv, midaraisa, I still can be mozi him. And in explaining the reason why, if you look at the next paragraph, Ubatama Dover, why taka don't we say lo lasani v'lovarich? So the Mincha Shlomo writes, Shemikomokom yeshtin arvas l'sayeya l'chol arotza l'asas mitzvah. Lomaisa is trying to do a mitzvah. When a person wants to eat an apple, it's not a mitzvah to eat an apple. And therefore we say, don't eat your apple, you don't eat your bracha. I can't make the bracha for you. But when it comes to tzitzis, we wouldn't say that because when it comes to tzitzis, l'maisa, he is being mekayim a mitzvah, daraisa, of wearing a four-corner garment with tzitzis on, and therefore we do want to help others fulfill their mitzvah. Back to the Mishabura in the fourth to last line on page 26. So he said, even if the person made his bracha already, or he's not putting on his talas all, he can make the bracha for others, because of arvus. But when it comes to this, there are those who say you can only be motzi one who doesn't know how to make a bracha. But if you look in the Sharat Sion and Oschaf Aleph, he writes, that's the Mogad Avram with Ashram Zadashem. However, Vayim Barzaz Achayim Shemasik. He comes out of Maskana, the Medina, Yachalotzi, Allahalamaisa, you can emotzi anyone. It doesn't have to be an Enobaki. Achlachatchila, Mitzah Shivar Batsmo. There is an Indian for each person to make his own bracha, but you can certainly be emotzi someone even if he is a Baki through Arvas. Back to the Mishra, third to last line. If a few people bought Talisim together, Brand new. V'asu b'hem tzitzis. Right? They put on tzitzis onto their talus. V'lo b'erchu shechianu. And no one made a shechianu yet. The mevorachin v'itav rishon. If they didn't make it at the time of purchase, so they're making a bracha shechianu the first time they wear it. K'mevor v'simich ha'beis, like we'll get to soon in simich ha'beis. Nehi de'echad yachal levarach le'esate b'shel kulam. Granted, one can make the bracha of the mitzvah on behalf of everyone like we've been discussing. Ava bircha shechianu kol echad ba'atzmo yivarech. But every single person should make his own shechianu. And in note 19, they bring a gavadik akashu. When it comes to tkiyah shofar, the Beis Yosef brings down that the one who's blowing should make this shechianu for everyone. Mitcham, tonight we're going to hear the Megillah. And the Balkari is going to say, Shechion will be pattering everyone. So why do we see by, <coughs> by Shofar, by Megillah, one person makes Shechion for everyone, and here, if five people bought new Talesim, each one makes their own Shechion. So he's Mazbir over here from Shumazam and Orbach, a beautiful Chiluk, 
We'll read it inside in the fifth line of note 19. Says the Shlomo Zalman, Shebircha Shechiyonu Atkiya Shofar, or Megillah, he bracha al simchas ha-mitzvah. That's a bracha on the simcha of the mitzvah. The kevan shekulam shavim v'simcha zu. Since all are equal in the simcha, they're all doing the same mitzvah together. So yachol echol levarech lekulam, one can make the bracha on behalf of everyone. Ma'ashe'en kei bebircha shechiyonu alavishas begechadash. But when you're making shechiyonu a new talus, the bracha is on a new garment. Everyone's rejoicing with their own private garment. I'm not rejoicing because of your garment, but in the mitzvah we're all involved in the same mitzvah, one makes a shaykh yanu. But we each have our own protheistic simcha because we each have our own new garment. Therefore, Shlomo Zalman says, that's why the Mishabura brings out over here, Dafka by Atalus, each one should make his own shaykh yanu. We have one more Mishabura, if my voice holds out. Sivkata and Tesvav. We said one makes the bracha and everyone else answers amen. Says the Mishabura after Balav Hachi Tsarach Lanos Amen Acha Kal Bracha. Even though we know that every bracha you hear you answer amen. What's the Indian over here? You always answer amen on a bracha. Mikomakom Bazosha Rotza Lotzeis Ba. In this case, when you're hearing a bracha and you want to be Yosef with that bracha, Hachiyav Yosef, there's a greater Chiyav to answer Amen. Shemura Bazeb Bapoal Shu Miskavin Lotzeisba. By answering Amen, you're actively showing that you want to be Mechavin to be Yosef this mitzvah, with this bracha. Miu Bidiyevet, however, Bidiyevet, very important, people don't know this. Bidiyevet, I feel lo ona Amen Yatsa. Even if you're being Yosef with a bracha, so you, it's better to say Amen, you're showing your mask into the bracha, but even if you don't answer Amen, but the Eved, you are 100% Yotze with that bracha. Like we'll see later in Simon Reish and Gimel Sebeis. We'll stop here and we'll continue with Hashem next time, the next year with Siv Vav. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.